Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. And we're I Beat It First. Yay! Yay! Almost forgot to open my beer. Mm. Almost forgot. Beer. Mm-hmm. Sweet, sweet beer. I, I was actually, honestly, like when I took my first sip of this, of this uh, bourbon? I think it's bourbon. Um, right? Angel's Envy's bourbon? <laughs> yeah, it's bourbon. I, I was trying to remember when the last drink that I had, and then now I remember that it was with Chris. It <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, game on Expo. Game on, yep. But even then before that, I'm like, what was the last drink that I had? It's like the last podcast. It was three weeks ago with that. So Nice, Juicing man. Kitty. Nice. And you know, if, if you're in a sick house, you know, the best... <laughs> The best thing to do is to drink copious amounts of, of whiskey and bourbon. Like, yep. it's a God. sick house. house. <laughs> Got COVID, COVID twice <laughs> in this damn house. <laughs> well done. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I unfortunately. Um, not me. I'm perfectly fine, but my family has COVID. <laughs> my son and my wife, both of them do. So it's it's been a a fun like. So while Chris was having fun in the sun, but you, how did you come back super white still? This doesn't help. Like I don't get it. I don't know, man. <laughs> and Jason was having fun i was i was in yeah i was eat a day of working (laughs) i was tending for two sick people in my house and trying not to get covid which welcome as i said told jason chris welcome to my bedroom everybody my office has been my bedroom since wednesday night (laughs) i don't get covid from my wife (laughs) and before anybody says anything it was 100% from Ronan's school. That was it. Like, it was all his school. There was a, a verified case, and then that's where he got it from. And we're like, yay. Kids are I'm fucking so disgusting. happy. Kids are just going to spread that. Like, it's Oh, Shannon jello. was pissed. Not at the school, and not at Ronan. She was just pissed that she made it through the entire fucking pandemic till now, not getting COVID. And yep. two weeks into him going back to school for the third time, <laughs> she gets it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think, honestly, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that like trend kind of continues just because as, you know, time goes on, people lacks up you know obviously you don't see anyone wearing the masks nearly as much but what's even more crazy to me is that people stop w- washing their hands as much and it's just like i still can't get over that it's just like you i have been so... washing your hands the entire time keep people. washing your hands people <laughs> i promise you it'll the only amount of times, do good things for you yes now times you go to like the back and just watch show them walk out not washing their hands oh the amount of times it's, it's just, just insane like, it's just, like, it's just insane fucking kidding me? like do not touch that man's hands yeah that man well, and not just that disgusting feel like, I'm not one of those, like, crazy guys that every time no. he's like, I wash my hands and then I get the paper towels and I won't touch anything and blah, blah, blah. But if I see yeah. somebody walk out after not, like, without washing their hands, I'm like, well, guess I got to keep a hold of this paper towel. Oh, what the <laughs> That like, man is disgusting. No, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm I'm with you guys. I'm not a big germaphobe yeah. or anything like that. I'm just conscientious. And yeah, the last yeah. thing I want to do is touch another man's penis. And that's the closest <laughs> I'm ever going to come. Yeah, it's just but, like, but it's not you know, even that. Like, 
the penis doesn't have COVID on it, most likely. The penis <laughs> is actually been... probably clean. It's everything else that you've touched. <laughs> <laughs> just COVID think is the about least it. of my concerns in that situation, though. Let's just say that. <laughs> Let's be honest, though. Yeah. Jason's 100% going up and just licking the handle saying, yeah, penis. <laughs> how, how else do you open doors? That's how I got anywhere. Yeah, you gotta use your teeth. <laughs> gotta use that bird mouth. Open up them doors. That guy had some pineapple. <laughs> oh my wow. gosh, he left some indentations in this handle. Wow. Is I it chocolate? take that boy home. <laughs> oh man. Wow. That's right. We haven't lost our sense of humor about any of this, folks. Nope. <laughs> We're all going to die. We're all going to die horribly. We're all going to die. Okay, anyways, so what are we drinking? <laughs> Jays, what are you drinking? I have one of uh, uh, Eric's birthday presents that I wasn't able to give to him, but a nice little beer <laughs> from, <laughs> from Portland. Happy birthday. I'm going to drink your birthday present. <laughs> They're the fridge, man. They're the fridge. Oh yeah, we didn't even say that. We didn't even say the kicker to that, <laughs> to that whole COVID story. Yesterday was my forty-second birthday. <laughs> Yay! Happy birthday! Yay, happy birthday! Happy I mean, at least birthday. I didn't get the the worst birthday present ever of getting COVID. The Rona, <laughs> Rona <laughs> birthday. You get Anyways, all the, what you is get the, all the fallout? You get all the fallout of COVID, where you just like have to be in one room. But at least you're not like dead tired and sore. You can just play video games the entire time. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But I don't get to take time off for work. That's like the, mm-hmm. the that was always the joke of like sometimes I just want to get COVID just so that I can you know take a week off. <laughs> I'm such a sick asshole that when I did get COVID, I didn't take time off work. I was just like, I can work. Yeah, I was an idiot. That's me. <laughs> anyway, I am drinking fresh hop. Elliot IPA from Ex Novo Brewery in Portland, Oregon. It Ooh. is very fantastic. It is easily one of the better IPAs I've ever had. I don't think there's any kind of thing on here. As but Jason's it is... rubbing it in that he's drinking my beer. <laughs> it is. You only have a few left there, Eric. The good news is that I have multiple multiple four packs, so you may just get oh, a like okay. a collective instead of like anything uh, full. I full prefer the set. collective. Are you kidding me? See? I like the yeah. I like the mix. Well, you're welcome, Eric. Happy birthday! <laughs> Cheers! Cheers! To your Cheers! <laughs> Cheers! But it's it's like uh like when I go into a place where they got like a shit ton of taps, I'm just like I don't know, give me a beer. And they're like, what do you mean a beer? I'm like, I like all beer. Give me a beer. But what if you don't like it? Then that was I'll my like fault. It. I like yep. it. I'm like that was my fault. Like, I, I, generally, I, I love doing the. the, well, or the generally, flights. if they do that and they put it on tap, it's not going to get any lower than a five, and a five is still drinkable <laughs> by <Yeah>. many accounts. <laughs> I mean, if if, if you're going to be in a brewery and it's going to be on tap, it's usually going to be pretty good, unless the entire brewery sucks, which I've been in some breweries where it's just like, oh. holy fuck, mm-hmm. I don't like any of these like the uh grand canyon brewery that i went to not grand canyon brewery um phoenix i think it was phoenix brewery or phoenix brewers or whatever where everything tasted chemically we're like oh, wow how does how does everything taste like chemicals like did you use did you use like mop water for the water for this thing or something yes. <laughs> yeah i went to one in colorado we could think of went to one in colorado where everything tasted extra yeasty 
Like, it was just like, this was supposed to probably sit a little bit longer than you put it in here for. And now I can just feel it in my guts continuing to brew. And I can't do that to myself because I'm going to be burping up a storm forever. Insert joke about somebody with some issues down there. Yes, yeast in my guts. I got yeast all up in my guts. No, 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 no. No, bathing in it. Getting extra, making it extra yeasty. Extra yeasty. Oh damn it! That's that's gonna be the name of the podcast now. Is extra yeast? Extra yeast. <laughs> it's no longer Nugapalooza. <laughs> <laughs> Love it's it. Extra yeasty. <laughs> extra yeasty Love and Nugapalooza. <laughs> oh yeah, better. no, no, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> extra yeasty Nugapalooza. <laughs> Chris, what are you drinking? Uh, so no, I just got a classic uh, tower station from Weatherhead Brewing. Nice. The the tall one or a small one? Small one. He's small. Got twelve pack. Nice. So little twelve pack. Little twelve pack action. I yep. am drinking another beer that Jason gave me. <laughs> hey. This one is the Rails and Blood Orange Double IPA. Oh yes. Um. It, it it doesn't have. I I was hoping it had a story on it. It's got like those cool like eagle, like one of those eagles that you would see on like a a sailor's tattoo or something like that with a blood orange on it. But it is seven point eight percent. Wonder how that is now because I noticed that uh, like the blood orange when I was there was amazing, and then as I drank through the six pack that I got of that or whatever, it decreased over time. So I'm wondering if it's still super blood orangey or not. The oranginess is kind of cut down. Sure. But I don't hate it. No. Like, it doesn't always... But, I mean, it's definitely not a double blood orange at this point. What what I liked about that one is that it's less uh, uh, sweet than other orange beers that you can get out there. And I was like, this would be a good one for a a beer mosa. Where, like, you know, instead of doing the Papago Mm. Brewery one, you know, where it's just like, yeah, but it's, like, super sweet... That one was like okay. Put a little. Well, the Papago, the Papago Brewing Blood Orange isn't as sweet as like Orange Blossom. No, Orange Blossom but is crazy sweet. It's still it's still kind of sweet in comparison. This actually has a little more bitter tones for it, but it's like a more mellow. Like they cut all the acidity out of orange juice, and it's just like straight up, just like the orange flavor instead. In beer, it's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good beer. I like it. Where's this from beer. again? That's Where's from Rails End. Colorado. Is this a Colorado in, one? That's in Denver. Oh. That's straight up downtown Denver, basically. Oh, yeah. Proudly brewed at Rails End Beer Company in Broomfield, Colorado. Suburb. Suburb. Yeah. Suburbs. It's, it's, it's the equivalent Denver. of Gilbert. Yeah. <laughs> basically. <laughs> For those of you that know Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, and again, I also have some Angel's Envy because it was my fucking birthday yesterday. Leave me alone. Happy <laughs> birthday. <laughs> old man <laughs> that's right i'm so so old, old. So i'm so old, old. I'm so <laughs> fucking old <laughs> although i haven't shaved since like thursday and Neither surprisingly there's still an awful lot of really dark black in this <laughs> yeah, look good man <laughs> so you know i sat there and i was, I was gonna shave earlier and then shannon's like yeah i need you to take him to school <laughs> because <laughs> There's no point in putting the kid that just got, like, done with COVID into an enclosed space with somebody that's still testing positive. Yeah. <laughs> so, they are. Yeah, I went, to, I went to my wife's high school reunion, 
and there are people there that are younger than me because my wife's younger than me and uh uh they do not look nearly as good as the three of us assholes do so we got that all going for us <laughs> yeah right there i'm just oh, like yeah, they're Damn. about chris's age yeah well yeah yeah yeah, yeah they are they're about chris's age so yeah. like, like, chris, like, i think like you, a year older you would win beauty pageants at this thing man like it, it was <laughs> old people old i <laughs> i have been told like time is not very nice to a lot of people and apparently time has been good to me and i don't <laughs> yeah. like i look at that and I, I sat there yesterday and we were talking about Ron, or we were talking with Ron, and he asked something about like about looking like parents i'm like yeah you know with any luck you're gonna grow up and you're gonna be just as ugly as i am and shannon's <laughs> like you're not ugly i'm like <laughs> are you yeah. sure about that mm-hmm. i'm gonna say that's it's fun. because of the video games that's why it's, it, it yeah. is it's it's the video games it we keeps get a us young at heart well and we sure. get a healthy glow from the tv screens yeah yeah like we we get All like a mild tan and that's and you know like just from that and that's like just enough to keep that vitamin D level up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I did I did a mud mask this past week, so you know. Ooh, extra shiny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mud mask. I like them. <laughs> they, they actually they feel good. <laughs> if someone wants to pay like for my mud mask, hands down, I'll oh, gladly hell yeah. always do that. I'm not I don't like paying 150 plus dollars to have mud. No. I mean, <laughs> I'd rather spend mine was more just. Just kind of floating down in a tube in a river and clay. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I was going to make a joke about like, well, hopefully it wasn't like, you know, the National Lampoon's remake, like the vacation remake where they had like sewage mud. Apparently, <laughs> no, it was like the National Lampoon's <laughs> remake. I mean, they said, mud. hey, <laughs> you get this little nice little like, clay mud thing. It was, you know, kind of clean, not sewage. Uh-huh. Kind of clean. Uh-huh. Kind of uh-huh. clean. Yeah, it, t- mm-hmm. it totally wasn't sewage. <laughs> totally not sewage. No, it's all fresh totally. rainwater. <laughs> From all those wildfires. That, that's the shitty part about Hawaii is all the wildfires yeah. that are happening. Well, right it's now. Maui, at least. Yeah, where yeah, you Maui, weren't yeah. there. But still, oh, yeah, yeah but that's still like crappy plus they have an active yeah. volcano still that volcano is still going strong and i was there some last of the shitty summer. stuff mm-hmm. some of the shitty stuff that's come out of that is just blows my mind i don't even know oh, if yeah. i want to talk about it just because it'll bring bring us all down so much but... <laughs> hey let's talk just... about how my family has covid some more let's go on yeah let's, let's yeah. go on it's so a shitty situation shit. and my heart bleeds for everybody there yep. that's all i'm gonna say yep yeah okay all right well i guess then we'll move on to news well before that you know Oh, Jason oh no, in yes. Washington. Yeah, we need a story oh, oh. Washington. <laughs> oh, so like I said, uh, um, I was at a high school reunion over this last week. And, uh, um, you know, if anyone's listening, I apologize uh, for anything that I'll say. Nothing too bad. I apologize if I called you uggos. I'm not, I'm not being <laughs> joking around. Anyway, um, my wife. No, 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 no. The people that are listening, you were not the Uggos. Trust me. You were not the Uggos. You were not the Uggos. You were one of the tight people. Yeah. Anyway. The Uggos definitely are not listening to this. They're definitely not. (laughs) Because they don't play games. We just established Exactly. Yes, they don't play games. They don't play games, so they're not going to be... Keeps you with a healthy glow. That's 100%. 100%. They're doing, like, cool stuff. Like, living a life. Like, (laughs) nah. 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 That's what causes wrinkles. Anyway, Mm -hmm. um, my wife... 
is uh, 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 very well connected in the high school. It's not a huge high school that she went to or anything like that. And they had a whole bunch of memorabilia that you need to bring to the reunion. This is the 20-year high school reunion. So they had a whole bunch of this stuff coming from everybody was bringing it all around. Well, we live in uh, Arizona and uh, her high school is up in Washington State. So we couldn't bring everything that we normally would, but we wanted to bring a few things, including a nice photo banner for the reunion. So uh, uh, at the 10 year, they had a big vinyl banner made uh, with everyone in the class, you know, with photos all over and stuff like that. Class of 2003, you know, all that good stuff and super fun. Great for them. Yada, yada, yada. So Sarah's in charge of bringing this banner back. She grabs the banner out of our closet and is just very adamant about like, hey, we need to make sure that this doesn't get bent. Well, unfortunately, it doesn't fit in any of our luggage, so we now have to use it as one of our, our carry-ons and stuff like that. No big deal. We're not bringing too much up there for too long, but we have to make sure it doesn't get folded or creased or anything like that. So we're taking care of it mm-hmm. the whole way on up there. So we get up there, and it, the first day that we got up there was when we were going to the reunion. So, of course, we just fly in, and then we have to go get ready. And if you know any of the stories about me or my wife, you know, her being on time is very rare. And so she was getting texts from people on the planning community being like, hey, you know, we're looking for the banner. Make sure you're there 15 minutes early. This is like 15 minutes late already uh, um, that you bring the banner as quickly as possible. She's like, I got it. Don't worry. We're it's already in the car. Ready to go. All right. So. We drive all the way out there, you know, get to the facility and pull on up and run on up there. And we're just like, oh, you know, yeah, right, you're here after all the pleasantries. And they're like, cool, mm-hmm. did you bring the banner? And my wife's just like, I sure did. Here it is. She hands it over. And the lady opens it up. And the shock and on her face will just never be forgotten. Because instead of seeing uh, uh, friends, loved ones, and people that she happy, knows happy on a banner. smiling happy like, smiling like yeah. joyous faces you know f- pictures of kids from when they were in high school like just having a good old time just, just having a great time there is a smile by the way there is a, a great smile i'm trying to make sure it's right set up so instead yeah. of uh, uh whatever good stuff that was there she gets a nice big look of arthas <laughs> from warcraft 3 <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like what is this? This is this is really scary. I don't think this is the right banner. <laughs> proving <laughs> proving that they don't play video games. They don't play games. They don't, they don't play games. <laughs> that's, so, a, that's so scary. I was, I was dying. Terrible. I was like just on the floor and nobody knows me. They're like, who's this asshole? And I'm just like laughing up a storm. And they moved past it pretty quickly. You know, it was no big deal or anything like that. But then after that, like like where the banner was going to be placed was like so central to everything that was going on at this reunion. All the photos were taken in front of it. A lot of the like food and where everyone was sitting was right in front of it and everything like that. So it was just like, would be a great place for a banner there. I have one. You don't want to use it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Did you guys play Warcraft 3? <laughs> you guys play Warcraft? Come on. <laughs> Now, if, if, now, what was crazy to me is that if you think about it, I looked it up then immediately, because if it was the same time, I would have probably put up more of a fight. But Warcraft 3 was released in 2002, meaning that some of them might have actually played actually Warcraft played 3. So it's just like, <laughs> come on, this is very topical. Here we are listening to some 141 or one what some 41 some 41 and we could uh, uh, easily have this hanging up as well as part of our fun. <laughs> so that anyways, actually would have been let's have a Warcraft like, 3 land party. Yeah, it would have been super <laughs> apropos for that. Like honestly, it would have it would have mm-hmm. been really good. Now the best part about this is that Jason starts text 
like texting us in the Slack channel. <laughs> Chris and I are out drinking <laughs> after after Game On Expo. We're both sitting at Hus Brewing downtown, and I don't I don't know how we looked because we were both in tears, laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> we ran into a high school buddy of his like after we yeah. left, and we were on our way to meet some other people at the alcoholic Taco Bell, and we stopped and we told him the story. <laughs> this was the the topic of the night after that. Yes. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, that's a great story. It. Here's five dollars for PCH. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we we so we traveled cross country twice, twice with a Warcraft release banner that I got at E3. Uh, back, you, you know. know, you know, you missed a golden opportunity, Jason. Oh yeah, what I do? You could have driven to Activision. You were there. <laughs> I don't you were that. there. There's you could have gotten out, Bobby Kodak's signature on that. Oh yeah, that mm-hmm. would have been bullshit. Yeah. And I would, I, <laughs> I would burn that thing when I got home. When I, I got probably, home I probably would have. I probably would have been. <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> nope. Although I, I do have some friends that still work there. Good people. The mm-hmm. the like there are you know the dev right. portion of it. Yeah. That I could have gotten you probably in you've met one of them <laughs> so did they work on warcraft 3 because then now okay no. that would have been kind of cool no mm-hmm. she didn't start working there until like a That's few what I'm years saying. it would have been nothing it was like <laughs> no she could have gotten it she could have gotten you in oh, with like a, I see what you're saying. Like I see what you're a saying. tour Do on things and then maybe <laughs> maybe you could have gone and burned down bobby kodak's office you know <laughs> at least peed on it or, i could have yeah, piss in it you peed on take it, mm-hmm. take it up for ducker in his private bathroom Mm, 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 <laughs> by mm. private bathroom we mean the top drawer in his desk <laughs> same same either same, way same. it's where he keeps all his coke doesn't matter <laughs> all right okay. news video game now podcast. now we'll get to news <laughs> oh where to start where to start where to start okay uh all right well let's just start with something stupid cnet has deleted thousands of articles <laughs> from their database in hopes to game the search algorithms for Google and for Bing. I'm, it's, all, it's also for Bing. And it apparently has worked, even though CNET is denying that they deleted the articles. But if you go to the URLs for the articles, there's nothing there. And you get 404 errors for it. So they're like, no, we didn't delete those articles. They're still there. Okay, well, how, how, did, how, how, did, how do we get to them? How do we read them? And we're talking like thousands of old articles. And Which, not just on CNET, like any of their proprietary yeah. like businesses, like, like GameFAQs, for example, which is like such a treasure trove oh. of old information in GameFAQs. Like if you want to look at like old school Eldridge internet, see people that have written like dossiers on like walkthroughs for old games in that stuff. And it's Hang all on. in ASCII and it's amazing. And I'm going to pull this up right now because I want to see what the oldest, so like, you can go into GameFAQs and you can literally search for anything. And I want to see right now what is the oldest walkthrough on GameFAQs for Chrono Cross, a game that came out in 1999. And the oldest one on GameFAQs 
1999 by Dariru. <laughs> the Chrono Cross is pretty popular. I, I would be surprised but if that's, anything but about But that's that just one. how old it is, though. That's like that's. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, that like let's oh, say, okay, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. like how old is this? So now let's do Final Fantasy VII. So this is going back to 1995. Uh, actually, hey, hang on. Let's go Final Fantasy VI. And let's see what the what the oldest guide is on there. 1996. 96 is the old. 95 by <laughs> Kavri. C capital C capital A Vri. <laughs> yeah. 1995. And it is a complete strategy guide, most likely. And it is 113 kilobytes. Why? Because all fucking text. <laughs> yep. All text. I think the, the largest people put into this stuff, man, is just insane to me. The largest yeah. one that I see for Final Fantasy VI is six one point six megabytes. That is the largest that you can find for, and that is a full blown guide walkthrough, probably with images. They're not very big, but probably with <laughs> images on there. Game facts, like that is, as Jason said, it is like old internet. And it was great. It still is great. I mean, if you really want to search for something, like there are people that are still writing tons of different ones for all sorts of games. I bet actually, yeah. hang on, let's see here. Let's let's do the new hotness, Baldur's, Baldur's Gate, Gate 3. Oh, man. Uh, oh, no. Now it's video guides. I don't want no video guides. Someone hasn't written a guide for it. Yeah, Everyone's no trying to. Anymore. Yeah. 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 No, I like read. I, I don't want to watch a fucking video half the I time. I prefer to, but the same reason mm -hmm. why we don't write shit on our website anymore and we just do this bullshit. Yeah. No, yeah, that's because, because we're old and have other things that we have to do. Guess what the rest of this world is, man? The people yep. that are, remember game facts are old. That's true. <laughs> We need to which, teach the young generation about game facts. Yes. Yes. If we yes. do one thing. Which this talk about ASCII reminds me of that game Brutal. Yeah. Mm hmm Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, chat's right. Fuck, vid fuck video, guys. I want to read while I play video games. That's, like, I, I want to have it up so that I don't have to keep, like, going over and pausing. I can yeah. sit there and look at it. And then if I need to scroll, instead of having to click on it, I just move my mouse over and I scroll and then I come back over, never having mm -hmm. to click out of my game, just go shoot, 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 yep. shoot, shoot, yep. if you need something. Now, it's not super often that, you know, you consult to a guide, but sometimes you're just like, I really need to know like this or I need to know if I can romance this character in Baldur's Gate 3. Mm -hmm. I need to romance this crafts. character. Yeah, or you're doing collection. Yeah, like you're trying to 100% yeah. a game or something like that. But no, like honestly, I, I looked, I'm like, I'm like, I need to know if I can romance this character. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need to romance this character. I want to be able to romance this character. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. It's. And the shitty thing is, is by deleting that, I mean, thankfully there are there are still like repositories that are archiving these things, but like that's just information that's gone if they delete it. That's the shitty thing about digital information is that someone deletes it, it's gone. Just like someone burns, you know, like all the copies of a book or something like that. But it's even more so if the root portion of it is gone on there and they don't have somebody that's actually like keeping track of those things or archi archiving it or anything like that. But yeah, uh, moving on to funnier news, also mildly sad. The Pokemon Company has made a new plushie, everybody. It's officially licensed. It is raring to go. You can order them online right now. Go online and get your very own Wiglet plushie. 
I had to Google this again because mm-hmm. it just it just blows my mind. In fact, you know what? If you're li- if you're listening, Google Wiglet plushie. <laughs> just, yeah. go- just just Google this giant white uncircumcised dick. <laughs> 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 that is honestly what this Someone's thing is gonna have like. some fun tonight. <laughs> it it is a big like like white as the fucking like night not not night. White as a fucking egg, <laughs> uncircumcised penis with just this little red tip sticking out. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is what it looks like. And it is, it's atrocious. Not a brown egg, a white egg. It's white, super white. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and there were a lot of people that are like, yeah, I remember when that Pokemon came out and we were making jokes about how much of like it looked like a dick. I can't believe that they actually made a plushie. <laughs> Apparently, you can now get Dick your own Pokemon plushie. Bad Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly surprised that Bad Dragon hasn't made one like that. They're just like, yeah, 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 it's a new Pokemon. But they got to they gotta watch it. Well, they, mm-hmm. And they got to watch it, too, because they don't want to get sued. The last thing, last thing you want is your sex toy company getting sued by a video game company in the public limelight. I or mean, if there's it? a company that would do that, yeah, it would or, be Pokemon. Is it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to come after your Pokemon sex dolls for sure. So <laughs> oh, yeah. you make them. You make them. Oh, yeah. Because then the the big question is: is are you are you have are you getting it just for the odd shaped dildo, or are you getting it because you really want to ride a wiglet? It, 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 I'm, I'm, more, I'm more talking about Bad Dragon still, because this like marketing opportunity writes itself. Because you could just make something, Nintendo sends this cease and desist, you take it on down, and then for the rest of the time you can just be like, yeah, we made N- Nintendo came for us. <laughs> I mean, they, they could pull like a Dark Plates did with Sony. They could. Yes, they could. Yeah. Just just give it like some slight variations on it and go to town. Taunt them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come come sue us. All right. Uh okay. Uh Starfield Chads are trying everything they can to poke holes in Baldur's Gate 3's release on PlayStation 5. Which is just fucking funny. Um <laughs> because they they resorted to the only thing that they could say was that Starfield is more ready for launch than Baldur's Gate 5 is because Starfield allows you to preload it now and Baldur's Gate 3 doesn't allow you to preload it until the 31st. To well, which it's going to have Larian, like 300 gigabyte patches mm-hmm. day one. So Yeah, yeah. Which, to which Larian promptly replied back and was like yeah no we just want to make sure that everyone's downloading the latest version of the game so they don't have to patch it right away (laughs) (laughs) makes sense because the game's been out for at that point a month like it's been out on the pc and every patch that you get on the pc is going to be going into that game which thankfully is great because that means that you know like you're going to be able to play it on playstation and not have to worry about the twitch integration because the twitch integration was broke for the first two weeks of this game you could still see like stat sheets and stuff like that, but they couldn't do uh, audience polls at all, which was one of the coolest features from the from the uh, the pre-launch of the game from the early access portions was being able to stream with that. It had really cool Twitch integration, mm-hmm. so you know that's kind of funny. But Starfield, you know what? 
to to their credit, uh, I saw another article that the version that we're going to get on launch for Starfield is like version 1.6, which means that they got it ready and they went back and polished it over and over and over again multiple yep. times. From what they can, you know what Bethesda is known for? Very polished oh. games, right? Right? <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. Right? Totally. Totally. This is totally gonna like totally gonna be that, right? Yeah. Right? They're yeah. not bugs. Right? They're features. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's just honestly anybody that programs. That's that's what they say. It's not a bug. It's a feature. It is. It is working as intended. It is working exactly as we coded it to. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> but yeah, uh it so that's you know, kudos to them. That's coming out and it's it'll be a good game. That's not unfortunately probably gonna be a game that I'm gonna play because I just those types of RPGs are not really like my standard cup of tea. I don't know, I might give it a try, but I'm probably not even gonna give it a fair shake at that point. Not because it's a PC or Xbox game, but just because that's not my normal. Even like cup Fallout? Of tea. I'm not a huge fan of pl- I I like watching people play them and I like the I like the story but I don't like playing them myself which is the problem. So and it, it's the same thing with like some other games. There's, there's games where I'm like I just don't like sitting down and playing through all of those that way. But I do like talking with people about them and watching others play. Like mm-hmm. shit, I come over to your house and I just sit down for hours and watch you play a fucking game on the PS5 or on the PS4 and everyone your wife looks at me my wife looks at me and is like why why do this I'm like this is what we do <laughs> <laughs> he comes over and watches me play games like <laughs> yeah. this is what the we last, do the last 20 a good plus story years and what yes. we've done <laughs> fun to watch like <laughs> yeah. Last 21 years, that's what we've done. The only difference is we used to either A, get a lot more Mexican food or B, get a lot more drunk. (laughs) Old, so old. No, we still get a lot of Mexican food. It's just early in the night. It's earlier in the night. (laughs) It's not 3 a.m. trips to Amato's. (laughs) We're like, yeah, it's fine. All the bars are closed. We can go to Amato's now. It'll be cool. (laughs) Don't worry about (laughs) it. Um. But yeah, so you know that'll be good. Uh, since we already kind of talked about Baldur's Gate three, we'll move on to the mm-hmm. next block. So we'll keep it with it. Uh, in which case, Larian thought that Baldur's Gate three interest had peaked in mm-hmm. early access because they started seeing a dip in amount of people that were playing it, and boy were they wrong. <laughs> it it fucked up Steam for a while. Uh, it peaked last last i saw it peaked at eight hundred ninety thousand people playing it concurrently which is a lot of people playing a very long rpg and a lot of them are just continually going through the uh character creation according to character creation (laughs) (laughs) but the character creation is great i mean it's not the most in-depth character creation like you can't get really granular in there but it still does a really, really good job. Yeah, it does. And Dragon Daddy. Yeah. Uh, it also <laughs> is proving to be the best way <laughs> to try out D&D class builds because there are a lot of people now that are that are playing it and they're like, they're like oh, I now understand all the Warlock Eldritch Blast memes. <laughs> and now I understand why so many Warlocks pl- or so many players play Warlock in D&D because Warlock is fun as shit. <laughs> but not just that. When you play it in the when you play it in uh Baldur's Gate, they remove the uh I'm spacing on what the name of the the class perk is, but there's one that double uh, that doubles the distance for your Eldritch Blast. 
that puts it to 300 feet, which I have in my regular D&D campaign because that's the fun one. Uh, <laughs> but they do still have the one that utilizes your charisma modifier, which is Agonizing Blast. And then they have another one that's already in there too that I don't have because I really didn't feel like working with this, but that allows you to move a character back 10 feet for every hit that you do on them, which is really <laughs> useful in the game when you're sitting there and you're fighting, I don't know, like, you know, you go into the Underdark and a Beholder jumps in front of you and you're like, oh shit, I don't think I'm high enough level for this. So then you move your Warlock into position and you fire Eldritch Blast at it and it knocks the Beholder into the Abyss. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because fall damage works. Uh, <laughs> but yes. uh, it is also like, it, it's a really good setup of like, you can go in and you can play around with different ones and then it costs you like 100 gold to respec your character and switch to a different class. So if you get if you get up to, you know, level six or something like that and you want to try out different uh, matches of different, uh, different like subclasses and stuff like that, or you want to just try out different ones, you could go ahead and do all of that. And you could do a class, you can do everything and you could swap it all out at, at any given moment and just move your, your XP to a new one, which is awesome. Um, Steam reviews are solid fucking gold. If you haven't looked at them, just go on Steam or even just pull up a couple of articles that highlights like some of the best fucking <laughs> Steam reviews out there. They were rock fucking solid. Uh, uh, news came out of, which is the funny part about the whole Starfield uh, Chad's trying to bitch on it. The biggest issue with Baldur's Gate 3 and the only reason that it is a PS5 exclusive on console is 100% all Microsoft's fault. And that is because of Microsoft's requirement that all games that come out on on Xbox Series X are also compatible with Xbox Series S, which is a giant piece of shit. And but there's a new black a one. S. There's a new black one, though, Eric. It's black. It's black. Sorry, I'm looking at you directly. Hang on, let me look into the camera. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's sleek. Eric, sleek. No, it's it, it's not even <laughs> sleek. It, it, oh, fuck that. No, I'm not. I'm not letting you bait me into this. <laughs> Black is future. Black is technology. Black, Black is now. Black is now. Looks looks cool. It's black. Yes. It's better. Black. It's better. <laughs> Anyways, it's bigger. It's better. Oh, it's yes. Fucking, it's faster. Bigger. Blacker. <laughs> Different. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, because of the fact that it has less less VRAM, less processing power, and eh, the storage is fine, like, you know, 512 as opposed to a terabyte, that's not that big. Um, but it's definitely the VRAM and the processing power that are the biggest issues with it. And they couldn't, like, they were just having a shit ton of troubles. And it has, it's not that they've gotten or that they've abandoned it. But it's just not coming out. It's PS5 exclusive at launch. And it's going to be running at full mm -hmm. 60 frames per second, unlike Starfield, which will be running at 30 frames per second. If that. But it's <laughs> but it's more ready. It's more readier. Well, uh, okay. Because <laughs> you, you, can, you, can, you can preload it sooner. So it's the more graphics are The graphics are different between it. <laughs> 30 <laughs> frames per second is the sweet spot. <laughs> Oh man, thirty frames isn't bad. Sixty frames is better. It just looks better. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat that. Like, there's no yeah. ifs, ands, and buts around it. But graphically, that game is completely different. Um, there's more stuff happening in Starfield, arguably, 
So, you know, you know, it's how it yeah. is. But uh, yeah, it's because of that that it's coming out on PS5 only. And also, Microsoft tried to buy Larian in 2021, at which point they said, thanks, we're not interested. And they decided they wanted to keep it. So that's, you know, another one of those things that Microsoft tried to buy. Mm-hmm. They can't make a great game, which, you know, they bought the original developers of Baldur's Gate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that company's doing oh so well right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, make the ones that are making it now. Just go ahead and grab those ones. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> and again, I, I don't fault Microsoft for doing it. It, it is smart, but no. Uh, let's see here. I had another one that I was going to talk about that really hits in with that. And now I can't find it. Where did it go? Oh, here we go. Uh, sticking with the antitrust and whatnot, uh, going into how, you know, this can both benefit and hinder, I guess you would say. Uh, the EU has joined its thre- or joined in on threats to block Adobe's twenty billion dollar acquisition of Figma, uh, and possibly not allow that transaction to go through. So you know, less than a third of the price of what Microsoft's paying for Activision, but trying to cite that there would be issues with content creation later on. But if you don't know what Figma is, like this is the thing that kind of I find is a little unusual that they're trying to block this because it really just feels like Canva mixed with a Trello board or Miro board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's all that's all that it, it feels like when I look at it or, or like it's Canva with sticky notes that you can paste on there and tell the person that's that's designing it while you're looking over their shoulder, tell them what's wrong with their design in the middle of the process. Yep. Cause that's what 100%. designers really fucking love is that like, that is the part that I love so much when I'm working on stuff. But at least now it's in like, it. now it has the same size as your iPhone. So you know that it's good. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't understand that. It, it's dumb, in my opinion, to block something like that. And it really hinders the abilities of companies to develop. And it's the same thing that we talked about with Activision. Like, I both wanted and didn't want Activision to do it. And every motivation of me not allowing this Microsoft Activision merger is strictly because I fucking hate Bobby Kotick and Activision as a company. And not because, you know, I I don't believe in capitalism and them being able yeah. to, you know, make possibly make it better and, you know, put more money into things, maybe save jobs because Activision, who knows what's going to happen to them if this doesn't actually go through. But it's the same thing with Figma. Like if this doesn't go through, that jeopardizes the company that there is. And you never know if that company is going to fully survive. And it could be that they block it and the company dies. And then the entire fucking like same end result almost, except for the fact that Adobe didn't get something out of it happened Mm -hmm. to where there's one less company that is making that product to out there for people to buy. So it's, you know, you you can see both sides, and that's kind of like my biggest problem is I I play devil's advocate on both sides of things, but I don't know, I don't like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't like it one bit, but I do find it funny that the EU is looking to block this, but not, but they were just perfectly fine with the Microsoft ac- ac- right. yeah, yeah acquisition for it. So, all right, sticking with uh, things in the EU, it's official. EA Sports FC is out to kill FIFA. And they may have actually technically already done it, 
Yeah. Right, Chris? Yeah. So basically the whole thing was FIFA wanted twice as much money for like the naming rights. So like of what just, EA was already paying, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like four letters. We thinking we don't really need you anymore anyways. And so he's like, we're going to make our own game. Yeah. Which still hasn't come out yet. And a signed deal with, no, just directly to the top leagues and all that kind of stuff. So they still have like their game. It's just not FIFA. Yeah, it's it's EA so, Sports FC. Yeah. <laughs> we like so to, we like to joke about it, like Electronic Arts Football Club 2024 tournament. <laughs> like just like spelling everything out like all in the letters. Oh yeah, right? the, just, like, the Electronic acronym. Arts Football Club tournament for Electronic Arts Football Club 2024 Electronic Arts Football Club. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of the old Madden games would be like Madden presents Madden sports football talk with Madden engine, you know, being like, okay, Madden, yeah. like it's you're cool now. <laughs> yeah, but that was like we actually had a plausible reason for it to say EA Sports Football Club three times in the title when Chris and I were talking about it. Like yeah. it actually made sense, <laughs> sense to say it that way, like because it was describing different things in each one. But when you say it out loud, it just sounds like you're just like repeating the same yep. thing over and over again for no fucking reason. <laughs> yeah. I think FIFA won like $150 million or something like that. I'm like, what? Why? That's, That's for just for the like, name. And yeah. for, for a, an organization that, arguably 90% of the world hates the other 10% just really don't care. They're like, whatever. I'm I, don't care. I don't even like soccer and I hate FIFA. Either don't <laughs> care or are actually part of FIFA and they're the corrupt ones. So like, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. This is cool. Give us money. Yeah. I need a New York penthouse for my cat. <laughs> Cats. Yeah. Plural. <laughs> e A cats. I need an actual condo for my cat condo condos. <laughs> I need a cat Which, condo by the way, for my cat's cat condos. <laughs> was a real thing. <laughs> yes. I remember you talking about that. <laughs> oh man. Uh okay, uh oh somebody put it in twice. Polyarch is launching a new that's right, Polyarch, the makers of Moss, yeah. who are very into uh VR, are launching a new VR MOBA, Glassbreakers, Champions of Moss. Which is it, it's an interesting departure for them to be able to do that. And they're they're one hundred percent said that they're looking to kind of just experiment and see like what they can do to expand upon VR. And yeah. as arguably one of the better developers for VR, they you yeah. know, they could possibly do it. We'll have to wait and hey, see. Moss is great. Moss is great. Moss was a great game. I love yeah. that game. I still need to play the second one. All right. Same. Next, uh, Black Myth Wukong is inching closer to being in our hands. A game that I think we saw like, three and a half years ago for the first time <laughs> something like that uh, but if you don't know what it then. is it's kind of like a dynasty warriors slash dark souls retelling of a journey to the west and it looks fucking amazing mm -hmm. like I, I can't wait for this game to come out but i just want to 
like see more information regularly on this and have it just in my hands. And we've gone spells of like a year and a half where we haven't seen anything. And they showed off a pretty fantastic fucking build of the game when they first showed it off. And then it was like a year and a half later, they finally showed off another one. We're like, okay, it still looks great. When are we going to get this game? And then it goes another year or so. We're like, when are we going to get this game? We're so like, it's coming out we summer to UE5 20- from UE4. Yeah. And it looks beautiful. But uh, it's coming out summer 24, uh, and they will have a playable demo at Gamescom, which hopefully means that now that they have a Steam and an Epic Game Store uh, listing, that we might get a demo soon for it. Fingers crossed. We'll have to wait and see. Especially if they have a full playable demo that's like going to be sitting there at Gamescom for people to play. Like That should be really good. Oh, that is the wrong color. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, I like this one, and I wrote it. I wrote this down specifically because it sounds great. Microsoft is introducing a new eight strike program for bad apples on Xbox Live. <laughs> eight strikes, <laughs> and when you look at it, like they actually show you like where you sit. And obviously, you know, you get longer bans mm-hmm. from games and stuff like that. The more strikes you get. But it shows you where you sit. One of eight. Two of eight. Three of eight. And it tells you, like, what your restrictions are and stuff like that. But eight fucking strikes. That's just Ridiculous. insane. A lot. Yeah. It's That's insane. a lot. I mean, if they make it where it's just, like, the restrictions that come with it are based on not just a single title, but, like, everything. It's just like, hey, great. If you want to switch out a no, game it's or everything like that. It's Xbox well, Live. I, mean, I, I know it's Xbox Live, but I'm saying like, it's like, all right, let's say that like, I just was like horribly racist in like some game like most COD players are, right? It's just like, well, you've been like warned or whatever. So like, all right, we'll find that. I'm going to go play. I'm so angry. I'm going to go play. Um, what's the other one that everyone hates on? Uh, um, Rocket League, you know? And it's just mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm going to go be a horrible person over there instead. If it's just like, That's cool, two strikes. You're now going to have to wait like 20 minutes to play something else or something like that. Cool. All right. I yeah, well, that. not just that. Like, it, it's not even 20 minutes. Like, some of them are like a week-long suspension Holy from fuck. online all right. play. Thank you, Mommy mm-hmm. Microsoft, for teaching yeah. these fucking kids some, like, self-respect and rapport where Mommy didn't for years and just said, here, Jimmy, 12-year-old, here's Call of Duty and Grand Theft Auto. Let that teach you. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's not a per-game basis. It is from the Xbox Live service, which is good on Microsoft. And part of me wants to go like, fuck, you shouldn't give them eight strikes. Like, it should be a three-strike thing. But the eight strikes, I think, helps curb, like, assholes from reporting somebody that did nothing wrong just because yeah. they beat the shit out of them in a game and then they were nice to them after the end of the game was over. You know, we're looking at these guys that that continually tell women that play COD to go to stop playing video games and go make them a fucking like sandwich, a sandwich and shit like racist that. Racist pieces of shit that are out yep. there, yeah. So like, oh, yeah. Like, like, half, of me is, half of me is just like, yeah, thank God, you know, I'm fine with that. Especially, like, they introduced this system for live a long time ago. It's just like, hey, if you're an asshole, you're going to be playing with other assholes. So it's just like eventually it's supposed to all level out, but the world never seems to run out of assholes. So that didn't really like be too effective as I think they wanted it to be. Um, I'm interested. I'm not a big fan of any corporation telling me what I can and cannot do. But at the end of the day, like fuck those people. Like as long as not just like, hey, you didn't uh, shut down the Xbox, you know, properly. Strike one, motherfucker. Then I'll, oh, yeah. then I'll be a little bit like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, no, that's the that's the individual games. These are for oh, I reports. See it in pre-order, I see it in pre-order yeah. Starfield. 
Check. Oh, that's what that I one. missed. I totally yeah. missed. I, I jumped the gun when moving off of Microsoft. So, ah, uh, no, we, we can still go into it. It, it. This kind of like crossed over into the Starfield one. But so in addition to that, they also have cut the trial time for Game Pass. So it used to be that you could pay a dollar and get Game Pass for 30 days. Ahead of the Starfield launch, they have now made it a dollar for 14 days. <laughs> Which I is mean, still actually a really good, it's yeah. a really good I mean, fucking value. <laughs> if, if, if that was your plan, you could probably do it in two weeks, too. Like, it's just like, you're oh, yeah. going to gung-ho this thing, yeah. then... You, you I'm a I'm weeks. a no life this game. I'm gonna take my two weeks of vacation that I have from my job right. right now. I'm not gonna bathe. I'm going to power nap maybe, and that's it. <laughs> I see you Still beat that uh, Starfield. Yeah, I see you beat Starfield on a uh, uh, two week trial. That's warning too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, in weird news, Diablo three in a new update is going to be adding in a brand a brand new single player mode, which because you couldn't play it single player. That, that, yeah, that's that's the only way that I really played it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until after I beat the game, and then I I started going I mean, I played into like... single player. And yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you yep. beat it first. I mean, that's so the only way I think we're all friends and social. Season all that shit, like, yeah. Sorry, Chris, you, you cut out. You play? Cool. Yeah, Chris, I think your internet's going. Jump in. Oh, you were like, you were like Max Hedrumming it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you were jumping around. It happened once earlier, and I was like, I'm not gonna say anything. But in that one, you were like on different sides, like just like teleporting. <laughs> your head was moving around. <laughs> I'm so, a superhero. How about how about you say that again? <laughs> oh, like yeah, because like you just go through it the first time single player, you know, because and then afterwards, like hey, you can join with your friends if you want, like because you've already beaten the game, you know the story, you've done everything. Now you're just going for loot, so yeah, doing the season and stuff like that, that. Cinematics and run on. Even that, I still played through all of those. Like the only time that I played yeah. multiplayer was in the end game stuff. And going right. through and prestiging the game. Like, that's and you're it. you're redoing it over and over again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're running through, like, the harder and harder, like, versions of levels and stuff like that. Like, that's that's just it. Like, that's the only thing. Yeah. Like, it's a single-player game, people. Yeah. Except for couch co-op. Like, the couch co-op for it was great. And they did a really good job with that. But beyond that, like, that is a single-player game, in my opinion. I mean, I didn't look into any of the actual reasons for this. Just because, just like, cool, I'll pick that up right when I start deciding to play Diablo 3 again, which won't be anytime soon, yeah. but it, I know I understand Diablo 3 is still very active so it is still very, very much there now, if the whole point of the single player version is that like they increase loot drops, it's just like this is only yourself only, this is your own single thing you can bork mm -hmm. it as much as you fucking want and this is for your world to fuck around in I'm all for that, I think that's great where you can just be like, yeah, I want loot drops I want to like maybe customize if I can maybe be like, hey, I want to do a run, and this run's going to just be all bats. All right, let's fucking go. You know, like, <laughs> like dope. Mm -hmm. You know, that that's, I think that'd be, that'd be really cool if they were to 100% bats. Think, just bats. <laughs> Nothing but bats. I only want clubs as weapons and bats as enemies. Bats only. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I am going to be fighting bats while we only have bats. And it's, right, we're right. going to go batty with bats with bats. <laughs> 
Bats, bats, bats. <laughs> bats, bats, bats. Bats. oh man we have too much fun with that (laughs) okay uh in sad news that we honestly thought was the plan all along charles martinet is stepping down as the voice of mario it's no longer me mario (laughs) which kind of mario ambassador he is getting kind of old I mean, yeah, he's yeah. had white hair for fucking ever and shit. Um, he's a really nice guy, though. He like, is you go to E3 nice. and you see him, like, walking around. He is, like, hands down taking pictures with everybody that asks. And he is doing it with a smile on his face. And he is having nothing but a good time there the entire time. And there's a lot of people that would be like, mm-hmm. I just want to walk around. Even when he's not going around, like, doing that as, like, a regular thing, people are wanting to take photos with it. And he's just stopping and he's like, and he's saying saying lines and doing everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a sad, sad day. Charles Martinet is leaving. Apparently now we're going to have Chris Pratt doing the voice for Mario moving forward. No, it, it's 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 AI Charles Martinet. Let's be honest here. Yeah, it's, that's what it's really going to be. Like, it's not like, they're, like the, yep. the moment that they bring in full voice acting into Nintendo, I think we'll all be dead. So it doesn't matter. They brought in semi full voice acting like there's a lot of voice acting in tears of the kingdom it's not full voice for like every single character but there is actually Terse. a good amount of of uh, yes Terse. Terse. Terse of the kingdom there Terse. is a good amount of voice acting for tours of the kingdom um but yeah it, it's it's a little sad but he also says like six lines and they just have those recorded ad nauseum like i was honestly impressed that they continually had him come in and re-record lines when all they <laughs> said was "Okie dokie, it's a me, Mario." Let's go! Yeah, Wah-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, bye, Charles. You had a great run. You were amazing. We loved you. You were the bestest. Uh, talking about old Ubisoft is beating a dead horse because there is another. Skull and Bones beta inbound, <laughs> everybody. That's right. <laughs> Just let it die. <laughs> I can't wait for this game to finally be released as a Paw Patrol game. There's like Skull and Bones Paw Patrol. It's it's Paws and Bones. It's Paws not even Skull and Bones. Is that why Paws and Bones? Paws, Paws and Bones. Paws and Bones. That's right. Paw Patrol. Gotta get me them Paws and Bones. Paw Patrol goes naval. Oh, you know, okay. I wasn't necessarily sad about the fact that he doesn't want to see this movie. I was more sad that, like, he's out of the age bracket for wanting to see these movies. We went and saw a movie with Ronan. I think it was the new Ninja Turtles one. And they had a preview for the uh, the new Paw Patrol movie. And I was like, do you want to see that? And he's like, no. And I'm like, oh, he's getting older. <laughs> <laughs> But I was watching it and I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. It's Paw Patrol Power Rangers. <laughs> no, Eric. No. Bad Eric. No, I'm not, I'm not going to go see it. I'm not going to go see it at all. <laughs> no, the new TMNT movie, though, was yeah. really, really good. Seth yeah, Rogen wrote a completely, like, well, not just him, but uh, they wrote a completely new origin story and everything. It wasn't the Shredder as the big bad guy mm-hmm. or anything like that for it. It was it was wholly new and it was great. I loved it. It was a really good movie. 
All right. Um, but speaking of that, Last Ronin game coming out. Oh, yeah. Last Ronin game has been announced. We have no yes. idea when it's coming out. We don't know what it looks like. It's most likely, hopefully, going to be in black and white. I want black and white. Like, that's it. Yeah. Just give me a full-on black and white game. Just make it look pretty and just murder. The only thing that... The only th- color that's in it is the bandana around his head and, and blood. blood. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the old comic books were extremely violent. Oh, and... they were extremely violent. And yeah. this is based off of the last Ronin comic book that was made by the original writers that is very violent. Like, I want it to, to have that black mm. and white aesthetic for it. It'd be really, really good. So, fingers crossed on that. Hopefully, we'll see some more. Uh, Dark and Darker's devs are contemplating stopping selling classes for the game, which is the dumbest fucking thing. Like, literally making this game pay to win. They are selling classes at $10 a pop. So, you buy the game, and then they're like, oh, yeah, you want to play as this class? It's 10 bucks, please. Money, please. <laughs> just hold out their hand money please money please so that is the definition of pay to win because you could have much better classes that are sitting behind a paywall so you know thankfully they're thinking about it i haven't seen anything come up that they actually are removing it but when i told a couple of people that were playing the game like oh they're actually charging for those like i knew that there was like that like you didn't get them right off the bat i didn't realize they were gonna charge ten dollars a pop for them um but yeah uh let's see here so there is a rumor going around that hasn't fully been substantiated but does sound plausible that the two billion dollar embracer group deal that fell apart in may was with the was with the country of saudi arabia (laughs) 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 at which point you dodged a bullet with that in my opinion embracer it really does suck that they're now they're now actually laying off people from the studios because they don't have that influx of cash coming in. But I'm kind of happy that they didn't get that money. And the shitty thing is, is it doesn't sound like it had anything to do with them backing out of it. They just say that the deal fell apart, which when a company says the deal fell apart, it means that they decided not to come with us and we're trying to salvage this. So what Mm -hmm. is it about Embracer that made them not want to do it. It could be because they own way too many fucking studios now. Yeah. That company owns way too many studios. Um, but yeah, so that is the rumor that is going around that hasn't been fully substantiated. Uh, Delta Force is set to make a comeback with Battlefield Ooh. sucking butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's the nice way of putting it when I saw it. It's like, yeah. like the headlines that popped out was like with... With Battlefield being horrible now, like, or something like that. Uh, and EA has said that the next Battlefield game will be a reimagination as truly connected ecosystem. That's literally, that's, that's what they said. Not a, not as a truly connected ecosystem. Reimagination as truly connected ecosystem. Truly really connected. Always on DRM ecosystem. Battle Pass and every other microtransaction yep. live service game. Have. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that they didn't even add proper connecting words into that. Oh, they, they just threw a shit ton of buzzwords in. Like there's buzzwords, 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 buzzword, and then they're like, yeah, we, we they they flow together, right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fine. Play game, game good. Why say many word when few word do good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that part like where it was like that is an exact quote? I was just like, holy shit, I can't <laughs> believe that. 
Oh man. Okay. Uh, colorful. If you don't know who they are, they are a. Uh, I believe they make motherboards too, but they are a video game manufacturer from Asia. Um, not making obviously the chips because there's really only two major chip manufacturers out there now for video games. Well, three. Intel's doing well. Um, but Colorful has announced a new 4060 Ti that fits into a lot of really small fucking cases. Mm-hmm. In the case, mm-hmm. this is a two-slot thick 4060 Ti, so it's still not a single slot, but two slots is real thin uh, in comparison. And and that's also two slots with the fan and everything, so that's like mm-hmm. kind of what they were always at to begin with. Um, and it is a single fan solution, meaning that it is a shorty too. Yeah. So you can fit this into a lot of really small form factor cases with obviously benchmarks show that the 4060 Ti really doesn't do much more than a 3060 Ti or even a 3060 other than give you better DLSS and better ray tracing. But that does mean that you can get much more powerful video game processing in a smaller form factor computer. And I think that that's always been one of those like big things that got missed with like when people were talking about like how low the performance is from a a 3060 to a 4060. It's like, yeah, there's like barely any uptick, if anything, like it's in, it is in what is considered a, like a normal like margin of error between the two. They're basically the exact same thing, but it is running at eight less PCI express lanes, as we talked about in the last podcast, where you can actually put a, you can actually put a, a M.2 drive or two onto one of those things as well. Yep. And they use a lot less power and take up a lot smaller space than a 3060 does. So that's like one of the big things. It's, and that is at root a lot of what you need to do with technology. It's like, okay, it's big. So the next jump is going to be the same thing, but Small. smaller. <laughs> and then you get to go up to the next jump and hopefully you stay at the same form factor or you go big again and then you go smaller. Like that's that's kind of like the norm in a lot of cases with tech. But, you know, it, it's really interesting to see somebody finally like fully embracing that and going for a much smaller video card when it's not necessary uh let's see here uh do forgot to get that one all right well we're almost done guys i swear we're almost done google (laughs) has enabled rcs by default on all android devices using messages which is pretty much like every android device out there what does that mean that means you get better encryption, you get better safety for your stuff. You can also do uh, SMS and MMS all through the same piece without it having to be the same setup for it. You can do all the same things that you can do with iChat, but with much, or iMessage, but with much, much, much better encryption that Apple is still vehemently fighting and not working with Google for RCS, which is just dumb. RCS originally had some bugs like I had some major issues with like right. Ronan's phone. We're both running Android 11, both running messages. And for some reason he would like, he, it couldn't connect RCS wise to his phone. They solved all those problems. Cause I don't have that issue with them anymore. Now, the only time that I have that issue is with RCS trying to connect with uh, iMessage. And it, it's not always like, I will have the exact same conversation with my fantasy football league that is filled with a bunch of sheep that use iPhones like three of Chris's brothers are in that league and they all use iPhones. <laughs> well, does Andy not? <laughs> Matt doesn't. Oh, Matt. I thought Matt had one. No, Matt has a pixel. Six. Oh, okay. Okay. But so I will have, have, I will have iPhones. issues where it converts to MMS and then I'll get another message back 
like another day or two later and then all of a sudden i'm like the rcs reconnected to iMessage so um but that's like one of those pieces but you know that's good we already talked about rcs a long time ago um but it will be good to see this expanding more and really get adopted in as the new norm for messaging and at that point it is no longer technically a per message thing so unlimited messaging should theoretically start to become the norm now instead of some people that are still on weird like number of text message plans the fact that those still exist boggles the mind yeah i mean aol was still charging up until like even just barely like 10 years ago like it was like insane that was just like yeah well grandma's still out there being like i only need 10 texts so why that means and that made sense for rural America too, though. There's a lot of rural America that you couldn't get anything for. And, you know, I'm going to be honest, the price that you paid for AOL for the the uptick that you got in performance from like uh, HughesLink, it wasn't worth paying that much extra for HughesLink. Right. That nightmare yeah. fucking sucked. <laughs> so I, I didn't really necessarily blame it. It was more like every time that I saw a business person using an AOL email address, I'm like, wow, really? Like, really? <laughs> All right. Uh, Gizmodo's editor-in-chief, Dan Ackerman, is suing Apple over the Tetris movie. Okay. This is both plausible bullshit all at the same time. He is claiming that they stole the entire tone for his Tetris book that he that he wrote and came out and pitched to Apple, but then they went through and wrote their own and did it. And he, his book is written as a spy thriller, which is what if you've watched the Tetris movie on Apple on Apple TV, it's a it's a spy thriller. That's that's kind of like how they they set it up for it. It's a really good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. It like it's worth a watch. You should watch it. I I knew most of the things that were in that. I didn't know all of it, but it was like. For what is supposed to be like pretty factual with like a few extra dramatizations and stuff like that, just to like make a, a conversation seem more impactful. It it was a really good movie, but he's saying that they completely just stole the entire idea to which point I'm like, Hmm, huh. Can you do that for something that you wrote as what is supposed to be a true retelling of a story? Mm-hmm. I don't think, I, I don't think that it's going to go anywhere. He apparently thinks that he's, He's got some case. He's probably just looking for Apple to just settle out of court. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, go for it. Get, get, you know, some kind of money off of it. That's fine. All right. And last but not least, the biggest roller coaster ride of the summer <laughs> was the now unfortunately defunct and, and fabricated claim that I think it was Korean scientists had developed a room temperature superconductor. Man, I was so sad. I was just like, no <laughs> way. No way. No and they're like, way. And they're like, yeah, no way. I was like, fuck. Well, and then you, you read some way. of the science behind it, and you're like, that sounds plausible that this could be the case. I mean, there's a bit of like, really? Like, lead is going to do that? I don't know about that. But hey, for those of you that don't know, a superconductor is something that can... They can transmit electricity with zero resistance and zero loss, and it usually has to be done pretty damn close to uh, absolute zero (laughs) in order for a lot of these things to happen. So when scientists came out and said that there was going to be, or that they had developed and tested twice 
one that runs at room temperature, everyone shit their pants. The amount yeah. of and then, savings and possibility with that is mm-hmm. world changing. I mean, yeah, that yeah. been next best thing would have been fusion. Like it's just like no, yeah, this is amazing. There, yeah. There's things about fusion going on right now too. I know. I I'm not, that's why I'm just like <laughs> hold my breath a little bit here because <laughs> I need something because I spend a billion dollars in AC. We need that fusion, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a big roller coaster ride for like a solid two weeks of like like of people substantiating it, and then people like, okay, well yeah. we're gonna retest it. Oh wait, we couldn't test it. Oh wait, no, they did test it and it did work, but there was like a slight deviation, and then it turns out that they just made the entire thing up. And that was Bad. the big. That was the worst letdown. <laughs> like, I I was one hundred percent expecting of like like they did it twice, but then nobody else could replicate it, so it was considered mm-hmm. a one off thing, and it just happened to be a very perfect sample or something like that. And they'll keep which trying. Means it's still possible, yeah. Which means it's yeah. still possible. Yeah. No. But no. And the other thing is that it was made, like I said, with lead, which made it like the easiest fucking thing to make. Because <laughs> there's a lot of lead out there. Like it was so easy. There's lead in our fucking walls for Pete's sake, depending on where you live. There's lead in our water, <laughs> literally in a lot of the world. <laughs> Look at you, Flynn. And your wires. <laughs> yeah, lead in your wires. Lead, lead in old timey bullets. But yeah, it's like lead is like everywhere and being able to make that would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Hey, do we want to talk about how shitty Linus Tech Tips is? I don't know. What? What? I didn't throw I that on this list. Was, yeah. <laughs> but I've been talking I've been talking nonstop about this in our Discord for like a week and a half about oh, Linus God. Tech Tips and the Linus Media Group. So Linus Media Group, it there was a big thing that started up for them in june is when things really start going so a company called billet works billet works billet billet something like billet something or other would sent them a one of a kind prototype for a solid copper like completely solid copper water block for a 3090 to which point linus who has stepped down to ceo and is now a chief content officer or something like that or chief video officer for linus media group uh did the testing they put it on a 4090 instead of a 3090 they fucked up all the testing possible linus was a douchebag about the entire fucking thing talking about how he didn't he didn't believe in it and it it should if it worked on the 3090 it should have worked on the 4090 even though like they are vastly different different size dies um and that he's that he doesn't feel bad about not wasting another $500 worth of testing time to get it right. But he said this on his own podcast (laughs) (laughs) to at which point like that started brewing up. And then it turns out the Linus media group then took that prototype that they supposedly hated and said that it wasn't worth the money and nobody should be spending this much amount of money on a, on a uh, a water block for their GPU, and then they put it up for an extra life auction. <laughs> that then sold, and it went to somebody, and they don't know who it was that it went to. It could have been a competitor, like no idea. Like Billet Billet has no idea who it went to, and whether like somebody else has like now <laughs> proprietary things that they were working on. This was a one hundred percent engineering prototype, and it was the only good engineering prototype that they had. So now they're back to square one in production of those things to make one. 
uh, the, thankfully they're like yeah well we still have like our schematics that we did and stuff like that yeah. and so we'll do it but you know that's thousands of dollars to make one of those things like even if it even if it only sells for mm -hmm. you know six hundred dollars or whatever but that, that costs a lot of money to do so having to recreate that and the fact that they continually asked for it back they never told them that it was theirs to keep and linus media group ignored their messages and didn't like didn't reach out to them until after everything came out and all of that. And now they're trying to say that they uh, that they tried to make it right with the company, which they didn't make it right or try to make it right until Gamers Nexus did like this big long yeah. fucking until video about fucking Linus out. Media Group. Yeah, they got called out for that. Plus other things. We'll wow. get into the Gamers Nexus thing. <laughs> and it's gotten so bad that finally, after two attempts on the third attempt linus actually sounded quasi sincere that he hears everybody and that he believes that he was in the wrong but he still doesn't because like the tone of his third one really still didn't sound like that he believes that he's in the wrong in this and that he's totally right and i've never liked this guy i've always thought he was a douchebag <laughs> like every time that i've watched any of their videos for years and it's like why the fuck do people watch this um but so gamers nexus did a whole article or did a whole long like 40 i think it was like a 40 minute video which is long for them mm -hmm. it's like the same thing that they do for like tours of amd fabrication systems and stuff like that <laughs> but they did a thing where they talked about all of that and then they went into the issues of inaccuracies and bad testing that they found across all of the videos that linus that media group has done for like the last like year and a half and they're like this these aren't things that like somebody pointed out like we went through and just watched their videos and found them of like wow. video cards testing drastically different and being drastically different on different like scales and stuff like that because of people doing things uh coolers that were very much obviously improperly mounted because they were thermal throttling immediately and they never like opened it up look to see if they got proper adhesion and proper mounting of the video or of the cooler and then putting it back on to retry like things like that and they even said they're like okay so we tested like this exact same cooler and it was more like here than here <laughs> it's very middle of the road as opposed to like thermal throttling immediately uh so like there's so many things if you really want to go on it you can watch the gamers nexus things so much so that they had to do a second video immediately because linus had the most douchebag fucking responses to them basically calling them out and saying that they were unprofessional the best is he said that they were that they were journalistically unprofessional for not reaching out to him to get his opinion on these things oh, before they baby. went through with their yeah. thing. But that's not proper journalism. That's just giving somebody yeah. like, like doing somebody a favor when it comes to yeah. like writing about right. things. Proper journalism is getting the facts, taking the facts. And even that portion of when they were putting in the inaccuracies, they were literally just grabbing them from YouTube videos that were like mm -hmm. live on their channels at that moment and grabbing clips from podcasts and stuff like that. Like, this is what they said. And this is what they said. These don't match up. <laughs> and like, mm -hmm. It's just fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. The whole thing is just bonkers. And gamers nexus can be a bunch of pricks. <laughs> But at least they admit when they fuck something up. Yeah. <laughs> so 
you really everybody should just go on and like start reading a little bit into that but they've been hemorrhaging subscribers they have taken a week off to reprioritize their their strategy to stop crunching people oh yeah there's also sexual harassment allegations now against against them from former employees Mm -hmm. so there's that as well um so yeah there's a lot of fun things going on with Linus Media Group out there. And mm-hmm. I, I love every second of this. <laughs> There's a bit of schadenfreude in this, especially considering for years I've hated them. And I've been, I've been vocal when people talked about it. I'm like, why do you listen to this? They, they do nothing but pander to the algorithm. They pander to the YouTube audience. They bullshit everything. All that they do is talk up things that they're getting paid for. There's other things that are going in about like he owns stock in a bunch of other companies that he's magically giving great reviews for mm-hmm. like things like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, none of this, like I hate this company and I like yeah. Canadians, but I hate this Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, all right, we're done with news. Soapbox away. Soapbox away. So box away. I I will say that I don't hate him as much as I hate Bobby Kotick. I mean, it, duh. but that's yeah. that's not a that's not like hard to stay under that bar. No. <laughs> All right, who wants to go first? Uh, Chris and I have been out of town pretty much like the last like half yeah. this time. Um, I and me and Eric have finally, played the same game. Right, I finally beat. I think the, I played um, a hell of a lot more. Yeah, <laughs> I beat <laughs> I Luigi Mansion this time. I beat Luigi Mansion three, like on the plane, finally Yay! after like years. So whatever. And uh, oh, and I played. Uh, uh, I started playing for free the uh, um, PGA uh, Tour twenty twenty three, the Tiger Woods one. Um, yeah, I got it for free. You know, with uh, yeah, the it's on PlayStation Xbox, Plus, yeah, PlayStation Plus, and stuff like that. So. Uh, I didn't feel bad about that, which is perfect for a free game. It's honestly the best arcadey style uh, um, simulation because it's still a little arcadey, but it's more of a simulation style golf game than anything else. But it took me re- right back to 2005, which is the last time I played a Tiger Woods game that I enjoyed. And the customizations there, the funds there, the absolutely dog shit annoying DRM is there and the EA servers uh, going down all the time or not EA, the 2K servers going down all the time and stuff like that are there. So, I mean, I'm glad I didn't pay for it because I paid like the ridiculous amounts that they want for this game. I would have been pissed. But you know what? For a golf game, it's fun and I enjoy it. And that's all there is to it. I've actually watched people play that game because uh, Abro Man Lincoln on Twitch, um, a really nice guy. And I just like hopped into his stream and was talking to him because I'd talked to them in other streams before. And he was playing it and they were, it was like him and a bunch of buddies. And that's like... Yep kind of what i that's like the only time that i really played a, a pga game like the ea sports ones and whatnot was when i was playing with friends and usually it would be yeah. together because right. this was this was 2005 there wasn't like great online when it came with those and you couldn't verbally talk with each other like now you can just hop in a discord and can and converse while you're doing it but uh like i would play i would play that like couch co-op with friends and whatnot and we'd just go back and forth playing and they were fun games to play with friends it's not a fun game to play by yourself and i wouldn't want to play this against randoms on the internet god no not against randoms randoms are like too try hard no fuck that i'm fine with just doing my little bit have my my it's like a good brain off after work enjoy a round of golf like as if i'm like some kind of doctor or something like that that's the real fantasy 
<laughs> well, and it, it's like I, I I put it up there with playing a game like golf with friends, like golf with friends, getting drunk, playing that game with them. Like no one's fully taking it serious. You're just having a good yeah. time. Like that's what I that's what I enjoy for it. I I do not want to take that game super serious because if you start taking it serious, you might as well play real golf and then go out and break your fucking golf clubs. Like you will. Yep. <laughs> I had a, my mom called yesterday for my birthday and we were talking for like 30, 45 minutes. And at one point she was like, we got to talking about like the holidays and whether we were coming out for the holidays. And she's like, well, if you do come out, bring your golf clubs and we can go to the, we can go to the club here. Like we can go on the course. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Do I want to break my golf clubs? I'm like, mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't played in 18 holes in 17 years? 16 e- years? Easy. No, no, easy. no. It, it, it's since uh, Shannon and I have been married. We've been married 15 years now. So it's like 14, 13 years. That's a long time, though. I've, I've been to driving ranges. I can still hit the long ball. But, man, my short game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't very good to begin with, but now I can only imagine how bad my short game is going to be when I try and do that. But guess I'll be taking my clubs out with me because my stepdad's like 6'3", and I'm 5'8". I can't use his clubs, and I can't use my mom's clubs. She's like 5'2". Those are going to be the clubs that we give to Ronan. Like if if we go out and we take Ronan golfing with us, we're like, yeah, take grandma's clubs or take Nana's clubs, you know. (laughs) That'll be fine. What did you play, Chris, besides Baldur's Gate? So I did play some tabletop games because past weekend was tabletop appreciation weekend. So we did have tabletop appreciation night. Um, so I did play Cthulhu, Age of Madness from like Strange A- Aeon Games. Um, so that's a fun little card game where you pick a different Eldritch God. Um, you try to be cultists, unlock the seals, lock four seals, you summon your Eldritch God, you win. Each Elder God has different powers. Um, that was pretty fun. We played the was it Exploding Unicorns game. Oh, I love Exploding Unicorns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's me, Mandy. Oh, no, Unstable and Unicorns. Unstable, unstable Unicorns. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I own Unstable Unicorns. It's fun to play. I think Jason's yeah. played it with me. It was me, Kyle, and Mandy. Kyle was kept getting like close to winning. So I'm like trying to like take out his unicorn so he doesn't win. Mandy's like, no, fuck you, Chris. Bye. <laughs> no, we should be teamwork as him. Come on. Nope. Uh-uh. Nope. It's like Monopoly, dude. You went to Hawaii without me. No, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's like uh, the story I think I've told it on the podcast before when we went to Florida and my my nephew Shannon's Shannon's brother's kid got Settlers of Catan for Christmas. Oh, yeah. and we went out and we played it, and I was taking it easy. Like I was really like. You know, like just having fun, being good, like doing everything. And the kid is 13 at the time, starts talking trash mm-hmm. to all of us. Mm-hmm. And I mean, mad trash when we were all taking it easy. And I sat there and after like after I sat there listening to him for probably about 15 minutes or so, just mm-hmm. talking trash during a couple of different rounds. I just looked at his dad. And I'm like, so I can go for the jugular and win this right now should i and he's like go for it because he <laughs> at that point he was he was kind of sick of it too and i was like all right here you go and i popped it all down and i put out a deal to him so to the kid's dad i put out this deal to him he's like he's like the gamer in me wants to say no because you're gonna win the game 
but the capitalist in me says this is a really good fucking deal (laughs) (laughs) and it was something like eight sheep for like two things of wood or something like that <laughs> to win the game and then i come walking in and shannon's like who won and it's like and i'm like i did and she just like glares at me i'm like he started talking shit and justin gave me the okay she's like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> talk shit get hit yep. yeah talk shit get hit that's exactly what it is <laughs> oh man so table and tabletop weekend went really well like that yeah that so actual very... like piece went well out yeah. there yeah, so we did at Sofa Key Lounge, which is like a tabletop, uh, crap beer and wine and soda bar. Um, and just, but they have 600 plus tabletop games that you can just go grab off the shelf and play. Um, no specialty tables for that, all that. Great place for you. Raised over $1,100 for Phoenix Children's Hospital. So it was a great time for that. Um, and the weekend before that, you know, because I had, you know, bookend my, you know, Hawaii trip with charity events was Game One Expo. So it was also a great time. Raised some raised some money for Phoenix Children there too. Yep. I had, you know, killing me for gumball. Did a panel for extra life. <laughs> hey, I had to eat a I had to eat a giant chunk of Carolina Reaper peanut brittle for that too. Yeah. Chris <laughs> we, worked we, we both, both days. We both no, suffered. three three days. Three days. We worked three days. I worked like a half a day. <laughs> yeah. And house at my uh coworker's cat, so which so I finally saw her today for the first time at work because I was last week. He was like, so did, did Sam like bite you? I'm like, no. Oh, that's you didn't bite you? That's weird. And I'm like, no, I need just one cuddle. <laughs> did you did you tell her how uh, how affectionate he was with your drunk friend too? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Because <laughs> I, I, I went over and I was like, like, hey, do you think I'd be able to crash there that night? And he's like, yeah, that'll be fine. So I just left my car like in the valet and then yeah. we went out drinking after game on expo and then came back <laughs> and that cat like was immediately like, Hey, what's up? I want to be your friend. Like when I first went over sober and then when I came back drunk, <laughs> he was like, I want to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's was, cool. It was hilarious. That cat was great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a kind of like Da Vinci Jay. Like yeah. very much like I'm like yeah that's a that's like a dog yeah <laughs> it's not this is not really cut on shit like that <laughs> yeah but yeah that was that was a good time Game on Expo was great yeah that was a good time which yeah, they're now fun. they're moving to cooler month and expanding a bigger venue a bigger hall yep yep so they're moving it's March right yes so Game on Expo for those that don't know is a primarily video game only setup for it obviously when you get like Artist Alley there's going to be things like that that go in as far as like that are anime and things like that for it. But they have a shit ton of like retro games, pinball, arcade, like all sorts of stuff Mm -hmm. set up in the Phoenix Convention Center in the South Hall. And the South Hall or South Building is like the old building. That thing's Mm -hmm. been around for a while. It's still in good condition, but it's not as big. When you go to like Phoenix Fan Fusion, it's in the North Building, which is like four stories worth of spaces. Yeah. Very similar to like when we go to the LA Convention Center for uh, E3, like in size, yeah. I would compare the Phoenix Convention Center to that. Possibly even bigger because the fourth it, floor it one be. is pretty big. Yeah. So in, instead of being like sprawling and wide, like what you get with the LA Convention Center, it is one much taller building, which is mm-hmm. really cool. So they're moving to that building, which is going to be awesome. So they'll be able to have a lot more. Yeah. 
stuff happening. It'll be as as Chris said in a much cooler month because obviously March is much cooler than August. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> which is much better for cosplayers at that point too. Yep. Because March is like the butter zone for Phoenix. Oh yeah, you're talking it's like really nice 70s and 80s for the highs. Like that is like perfect time mm-hmm. you walk around to cosplay and you'll be nice and cool and you don't have to worry about anything for it obviously the skimpy cosplay then are going to be cold but you're always going to be cold when you go into the convention hall because it's they have to crank the ac way down oh yeah but yeah i i'm happy for them it's really cool to watch them grow because as you said they were at the at the mesa convention center first yep so mesa to phoenix south hall now they're phoenix north hall Good for them, and that's awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. Really nice people. So you know, if you're going to be in Arizona in March, come to the Game On Expo. Stop by. Make Chris or one of us eat something hot. Yep. Or you can do that in November (laughs) when we do our when we do the extra live stream on November fourth. Yep. The twenty four hour stream, and make us all eat Carolina Reaper gumballs and peanut brittle. Woo! And probably other spicy crap that we'll have. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we're totally going to have in shot glasses of hot sauce. (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna fuck our stomachs up hardcore like and as much as like the gumballs fuck up our stomachs i'm pretty certain that some of these hot sauces if we have to do a shot glass of it oh yeah that'll mess your day up way worse. that'll mess yeah. your day up yeah, yeah. oh yeah we're, we're gonna be running in and out of the bathroom <laughs> all right but game wise no same one we've both played is ballers gate 3 i made dragon daddy so i got my dragonborn um it's such a good fucking game. Now I did a monk class because that's what I've done in D D one shots. Why kind of know? So now I like playing monk classes, so it makes sense for me. Um, like you kind of did your warlock, which is where you play your D campaign. That's um, that's generally just like my preferred class in general is yeah. warlock because it's one of those ones that you can you can go and you can single class warlock and not miss anything and still be a fucking powerhouse like you don't have to do all these weird crazy builds which there are there's weird crazy ass builds that you can do but warlock yeah. is just one of those ones that it's just like super fun to play in my opinion like as we've been talking about balls g3 it's, it's just a fantastic game it's it's complete it's great story no microtransactions like no dlc like it's just this is the game 60 bucks you get the full game and it's been a great experience story is good and your choices like every little choice that you might not think matters matters because varying choices in dialogue when you've got different like so you have it set so like you have like all these different party members and you only get a party size of four unless you mm-hmm. get the really cool mod that removes that limit and puts it to like 16 which is how it should be i want to be wandering around with a fucking like small platoon (laughs) (laughs) murder squad yeah but uh you can like as you're doing it so depending on who is in your party when you do certain conversations depends on what like what the outcome will be with them also what race you are during certain conversations changes everything so i i've been doing mild save scumming for things um but i've been in a lot of cases what i've been doing it is like seeing what the different outcomes are because there's a whole thing when you get to you get to like this group of get the yankee and i'm a uh, an elf warlock i do have the the get the yankee lazel in my party um like she she's there but at that point she was in Mm -hmm. like she was chilling at camp 
And I brought her back into the party, but then I also shapeshifted because I have the mask of the shapeshifter into a Gith Yankee to see <laughs> how this would play out. And when you go in as a Gith Yankee, it gives you a whole new set of options to choose from than what you would normally get if you go in as an elf or a human or anything like that. It actually gives you the possibility to lead the entire conversation, which, spoiler, Lazelle doesn't like that, and you lose a little bit of favor when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it completely opens up completely different dialogue, which is yeah. astonishing. Like it, It's really cool just how well this branches off. And then what you do for certain people early on dictates how they will react to you in like act two of the game like way further on you will see them again and they might be super helpful to you or they might be raging assholes to you depending on how it was that you acted to them in the first part of the game as you said it's an amazing fucking game yeah so good. i love it god how many hours i can let me see how many hours i'm at now um <laughs> Because I was at 48 last night. I'm at 57 hours into the game right now. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. But I have, been, I have been side questing the fuck out of this game. Before I moved on to Act 2, I made sure that I had everything that I could possibly get done, done. Then I moved on to Act 2. So mm -hmm. now I'm, I'm fairly early on in Act 2 right now. Um, I've been streaming it. While you guys were gone and whatnot, I've been streaming it. And I really can't wait for it to come out on PlayStation so that I can play it without worrying about graphic quality and streaming. Because it's not my video card in this case. Like I have no problems with my video card. My 3600 for my CPU is not liking this game. <laughs> I am very much CPU bound with it in order to run. Like I will, I will have hiccups on like stream encoding and all sorts of stuff with it or, or just like things happening within there. If I can't run like voice mod at the same time with this <laughs> when I'm playing the game. So it'll be really good to have it on PlayStation five so that I can just run it through my capture card, running yeah. it at 1080p, running it at full 60 frames per second at max quality without having to worry about anything. And it'll just look beautiful and just continue to play the game that way. Which is um, the nice thing about the game too, is that it has that cross save. Yeah. Yeah. That was the next piece. That I was just like, Hey, you can just go right into my save game. I wasn't going to touch it. And then Jason goes like, yeah, like, wouldn't it be cool if it had cross save? I'm like, I don't think it has cross save. Wait, does it have cross save? Yes, it does. And cross then save. I looked it up. I'm like, fuck, it has cross save. Guess I'm playing Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> no cross play, unfortunately, but cross save. Nope, cross save. So yeah. No yep. cross, no cross play, but it does have couch co-op and it will have couch co-op on the PlayStation. So I showed Ronan the game on Sunday. Like I spent a little quality time in my son because I was, he's really intrigued by D and D. Hey Ronan, this is bear sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're very much like I, I, I told him when we play this game, like it's like you are only allowed to play it with me. And we're going to, I got to turn off certain features and do all sorts mm -hmm. of things. And, but, uh, I think so I was showing the wrong him, cocaine bear. Yeah. <laughs> I was showing him the game because he's very interested in D and D. Like he loves hearing me talk about D and D, like the campaigns that I'm doing and whatnot. And after watching, he's like, I want to play. And I'm like, well, I was going to play it. I was going to buy it on PlayStation so that I have it. And then I can stream it. And since you want to play it and you bought a PS5, yes, my son bought a PS5 with all his birthday money. 
<laughs> so he now has a PS5 downstairs that he plays on on the Adient TV downstairs. <laughs> and uh, I was like, we will do a co-op split screen campaign where, the, where you and I play together. And so that's going to be the next father-son thing is playing Baldur's Gate 3 with the kiddo. I was like, be forewarned. And I showed him, I'm like, this is how the combat is. Like, and it's not like you run around and you just have fun because you like mm-hmm. it takes time to get to places and then combat happens and then it's turn-based and then you have to wait your turn for a specific thing. I'm like, so this is going to be a very different thing, but it is going to be fun and it does all the roles and it does, you know, like keeps track of all these pieces and we have to mm-hmm. keep, you know, information in our heads of what our characters excel in and what they don't and things like that. So that one's going to be fun. But so that brings me to, <laughs> I told Chris, I'm like, okay, remind me that I need to talk about the D and D session we camp, did yeah. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> so, Aside from playing Baldur's Gate 3, I also have been running a D&D campaign for the last like two and a half years. And we're getting in the end game of it. But by end game, I feel like we're like talking about like the One Piece end game. Like, oh, yeah, we're like, you're almost there. You know, we've been doing this for like 10 years. So end game <laughs> means, you know, like three years mm-hmm. from now. But still, final season we're almost part there. Four. <laughs> oh, God, not not Attack of Titan. fucking uh, Attack on Titan, yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, so we're getting in, and we're all level twelve. Like we're getting, we're getting pretty fucking powerful now. Like, and we're doing it, uh, and we're we're doing this side mission setup for it, where we're trying to find uh, space underscore underscore babes uh, parents. One of her parents has been killed. The other one has been taken captive by this organization, and we're trying to find her. We go to this old carnival that that her shapeshifter character used to work at, and now she's she looks different. She's taken the form of a tiefling, and we've all taken on these personas to try and infiltrate the carnival to find out more information because we heard that the guy that owns it that she used to work for might know information about it. So my character, who has always been a chaotic, good, and like just fun character, like not like super book smart, but not super street smart. Like it's playing really into being really fucking dumb street smart for her character as we mm-hmm. go through it. Like she's flashing around money to all the other carnies and stuff like that. And she's she's basically a glorified, as a warlock, a glorified pyrotechnics person doing fireworks <laughs> throughout the place. So we go on this setup and me and Daft Boy Trunks, whose character is Kaladin, the paladin <laughs> um, go like searching in the back area. And we find this, we find this uh, locked up pens that are magically sealed. We break through one of the locks and we open it up at the end of our last session before yesterday's session. And we release a croctopusog. It is an amalgamation <laughs> of an octopus, a crocodile and frog. So picture like, All right. Like a, a crocodile head, octopus tentacles, but then like the 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 skin structure of a frog is what whale our our DM like described it to us as. So we're fighting this frog during the entire session. Uh, we I do, I use thunderstep to make a really loud boom so that it alerts everybody else to come into the party because it's literally just me and Kaladin <laughs> fighting this giant fucking monster that has escaped. It's abomination, and uh, they all come in and we're fighting, and the 
the guy that owns the carnival uh, towards the end comes in and he sees what's going on. My character, who again is a level 12 warlock, does a summon elemental and gets an invisible, oh shit, what is it called? An, an invisible stalker. So it summons oh, an invisible geez. stalker. And the way that an invisible stalker works is it comes, it begrudgingly follows your commands and you give it a command and it follows that command to the letter. And then it comes back to you and does it and waits and asks for another command. And if you don't give it a command, then it goes away and the spell ends. So I tell the I tell this thing in the middle of it is like kill the the croc octopus hog, kill it. And so we're like, okay. So as so that's the command that it does. It goes in and it's invisible, which is the best part about this <laughs> thing is fully one hundred percent invisible. The characters have a vague thing, but they obviously have disadvantage on all rolls in order to try and hit it. So it's attacking the thing while everybody else is attacking. This. The owner, which basically looks like the big fat uh, um, village elder or village chief from Phantom Menace, the giant like fish frog guy, Jar Jar Binks's thing, he's like <laughs> that uh, comes in and he's like yelling at us, he's like, he's like, oh no, 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 don't kill it. We need to subdue it, but we don't want to kill it. And they had like these collars on it that he was controlling with a gauntlet. And we removed the collar for funsies. <laughs> <laughs> so uh we're like i'm like oh shit so we have to use non-lethal force and it gets down to me and i'm like okay well i'll use an eldritch blast to do non-lethal force and you know it'll be fine and then it dawns on me and i'm like well did i tell it that it needs to kill that frog or the Krog octopus hog and, and will's like yeah and i'm like oh shit <laughs> So, and everyone's like i don't know what, what's the problem and i'm like so and i explain like the literal meaning of everything and they're like oh so i'm like all right i'm gonna use non-lethal force and i'm gonna knock it out with my eldritch blast and, and then uh that hits like the last final hit points on it to which point then will goes okay how does the how does the invisible stalker kill it and i'm like all right so it hits it in the head and it knocks it out and everything seems fine. And then all of a sudden, eight giant gashes <laughs> appear from the claws of the invisible stalker in the thing. <laughs> and it explodes into a blood geyser. <laughs> <laughs> and blood flies everywhere. So all the characters are covered in blood, except for me, because I'm like 120 feet away from it. Because <laughs> warlock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and at that point, then, uh, the the guy that owns it is distraught and he's like he's like oh i can't believe you guys killed it blah 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 blah. and kaladin's character is playing a sad clown like the <laughs> saddest of fucking clowns but he's not with any face makeup they're just calling him the sad clown and he just walks around as like this mopey fucking dope that looks like griffith from berserk by the way <laughs> and is being the sad clown setup so we go all right oh and then after the visible soccer uh, kills it it comes to me and i whisper to it find calliope's mother and kill and rescue her and kill anybody in your path <laughs> that blocks you from <laughs> happening so <laughs> that's all going on at this point that we like we haven't resolved yet <laughs> and i have an hour of this thing in my in my control that it does it but so then they're like okay well we need to run the we need to run the show we need to get everybody going through and the guy like has the whole thing run mm -hmm. on and he's really like pissed that this Krogoctopus Og died. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. And he sends Kaladin out to be the warm up. 
And Kaladin's like, uh, and he starts telling like really bad dad jokes, like really bad dad jokes. And the guy, and but everyone's eating it up because he's delivering it so deadpan and sad because he's a sad clown. <laughs> and then finally, like Whale's like getting ready to tell Daph that like, all right, all right, you, we need to end this. I'm like, wait, wait, I have one more joke for you <laughs> to do. <laughs> and I type up a joke and I send it to him in a in a DM. And, it, and he sits there and he starts chuckling. He's like, all right, all right, for my last joke, what's the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? One you'll see later. The other one blew up in the back lot just earlier tonight. <laughs> At that point, <laughs> Will's like, the guy just stares daggers at kaladin and then looks at me at my character and stares at me <laughs> like pissed and under the like so under the surface my character is really pissed off that they're controlling all of these like animals and whatnot and again acting super ditzy so then she goes out uh he like makes her go out after calliope and uh one of the other characters do like this like gun show and everything like that. And I'm supposed to go out and be part of this like thing, but he won't tell me anything of what's going on with it. So mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well I'm going out there and I have this nifty thing called a Cuba force that I got when we killed the big bad boss for the first act in the first session that we had in the game. <laughs> and then we rolled a nat 20 to, to loot his body. Wow. So I have this Cuba Force, which is like this super fucking OP weapon that I've had the entire campaign and I've used it off and on multiple times. And uh, he like, he brings out these two giant fucking additional monsters that they had in uh, the setup. And I immediately throw up the Cuba Force and then he's like, he gets, he starts getting super pissed off at me. He's like, this isn't part of the plan. I'm like, no, have him attack me. It'll be great. Cause this thing's impenetrable. It's unbreakable. Like there's no rules to break the shield on this thing. Um, and then they go through and they do the whole thing. And my character's like still getting more and more pissed off that they're now, not only that they've meddled with nature and made these crazy fucking things, but then also uh, are using them for things or, or for just like a fucking sideshow. And I'm like, so I'm like, oh, it'll be great. It's like, hey, and he's, he's like, you need to put that shield down. I pop it down. I'm like, want to see me summon a demon? And he just like looks at me, and he's like, it's like, whatever. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then we start going through, and then, uh, then at one point, I look at him, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, like, what else can we do? Let's like have him attack me. It'll be great. And he's like, we're gonna talk about this later, and you know, it's not gonna go good. I'm like, oh, what are we gonna talk about? He's like. And then I, I keep I keep like egging him on. And he's finally like, you know what? I'm I'm thinking about firing you. And I'm like, oh, you wanna see fire? And he's like and he's like, sure. And I fucking fire <laughs> a fire uh, I forget which which spell at him. And I hit him for like twenty points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> to at which point he gets pissed. And I'm like and he's like, he's like seething and he's yelling at me. And I'm like, oh, you want to see something really funny? And I cast a level six spell on him. And it's like crown of madness. And it is 10d8 damage on him. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, well, how many, how, how many hit points does he, does he have? He's like uh, over 50, less than a hundred. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I cast crown of madness. And then I'll, nobody can see what's going on so the great thing is we're we're rping this is like no one can see it nobody knows what's going on all of a sudden he stops in his tracks shits himself and dies 
<laughs> it was like, but everyone can see that you cast a spell. Like, oh yeah, no, no, no. But the fun part is that they see that all he does is stop at his track, shit himself, and die. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> the best part about it. And then uh, all of a sudden, like, all these, like, guards start coming in. And they're, they're, like, surrounding my character, who's the only one out there. And he sits there and he's like, uh, I was like, so what do you do? And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you guys want to have fun. I'm like, so I said it before earlier. Who wants to see me summon a demon? <laughs> and then mm-hmm. I've had a spell sitting in my, my ring of spell casting for, like, three months of summon greater demon. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, summoned... dude! So is Baldur's Jeez. Gate good? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we already talked about Baldur's Gate, but I had oh, talked about fuck. like how I had talked about how I wanted to do this. So I've had for the, for three months sitting there. Like this has been a lot of things culminating for three months sitting there with a spell in my ring of summon greater demon that I had to acquire the blood of someone freshly freshly killed within twenty four hours in order to have the the components to do this, which as a like. A campaign where we're not just going around murdering people and being a bunch of murder hobos that's kind of hard to get <laughs> so i summoned a tonaric with 122 hp that is 100 under my control and then i cast another thing of my cube of force where i'm just sitting in an impenetrable barrier now <laughs> and that's how we ended the campaign or that's how we ended Good the grief. session yesterday Jeez. that was Good my birthday ca- like my birthday session was the most chaotic <laughs> <laughs> and the best part was uh so we have like a few we, we have like a few people that are just kind of like normally like super stoic guys when i sent daft that joke about the alligator and the crocodile <laughs> omni lost his shit and was laughing for a solid minute and a half in the vc <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't come back into it because it was just too apropos it was it was total fun like that was my birthday, my birthday session, and it was great. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yes. All right. So now that you've all sat through that, that was only like a, <laughs> it was maybe about ten minutes, but it was a great. Like it was so much fun. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I had fun. Baldur's Gate is great. <laughs> yes. Play Baldur's Gate more. Play play D and D. Have get fun ready for like more that. D and D. There well, you go. But and and have fun like that because that's like the game does allow for just bullshit shenanigans. Yeah. Like I said, knocking a fucking beholder off into the abyss for a fight that you were vastly underleveled for and he got knocked into the abyss with like 90% of his hit points still, <laughs> which made it way That's easier. Awesome. So like, like it really like edges into the tactical set. Either way though, play, play Baldur's Gate 3. It's most likely going to be game of the year, everybody. Like it's it's probably going to beat Starfield. Hands down. Even even yeah. people that really like Starfield, if you play both of them, you'll probably enjoy Baldur's Gate 3 more. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting for yeah. sure. Yeah. Either way, though. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody, for joining us for the IBD First podcast. We understand that you have choices in the IBD or in podcasts, not just IBD First podcast. I mean, you do have choices with the IBD First podcast, but you had a choice to listen to this one and you probably fucked up. 
But that's okay. We love you anyways. Welcome in and thank you for joining us for it. Uh, you can find the entire I Beat It First podcast network. That's right. A full network because we have three and three substantiates a goddamn network. Uh, I Beat It First, Cutscene, and Pat Sons. I Beat It First is the one you're just listening to right now. Pat Sons is our anime watch-along podcast, at which point we are watching Bofuri. I don't want to get hurt, so I, am ma- I will max out my defense. Season 2, our very first second season of an anime that we're watching uh we're finishing that off next week and then chris is going to be deciding what our next uh episode or next anime is that we're going to be watching for that um but uh and then we also have patch notes which is where we talk with uh game developers and not only talk about the games that they're developing but why they wanted to get into game development what makes them tick what makes them you know have fun what they do in their off time and is a hot dog a sandwich Spoiler alert, a hot dog is a sandwich. And anybody that says differently is wrong. (laughs) But you can also find us at ibeaterfirst.com where, you know, you can look at our backlog of articles or a backlog of uh, podcasts. Or you can go to ibiff.co for any of your friends that want to listen to the podcast uh, so that they can listen to every episode that we have. I recommend starting at episode 20 for ibeaterfirst because that's when we really kind of nailed in the audio. Uh, or you can listen to cutscene, which actually the audio is all good on cutscene, so you don't have to worry about that one. But make sure you give them all a listen, like, subscribe, uh, leave comments as well, leave reviews that helps with algorithms or anything like that. So make sure you get that. Uh, you can also watch us uh, stream the podcast as well as stream Vidimo games, primarily from me, at uh, twist.tv slash I beat it first. Uh, and you can partake in participate in our charity fundraising. So as we talked about in the podcast tonight, uh, we work with Extra Life. Chris is actually on the board or the advisory board for Extra Life for Phoenix Children's Hospital. Uh, and we do a lot of charity fundraising, have for years for Extra Life to help raise money for Phoenix Children's Hospital in our area, as well as children's hospitals in other areas for other people on our team. Um, but you can go to ibetafirst.com and hit the charity button up at the top. That will take you to our Extra Life page where you can donate money if that's what you have. Or if you really want to be super cool, we also have the first and only charity throne account up there. It point throne has uh knocked all of their fees down to just basic server costs and everything like that or no fees at all depending on what it is that you buy for items that will directly ship to phoenix children's hospital for kids to be able to utilize monopoly money in order to purchase items while they're there for long-term uh long-term or even short-term procedures like if they're in there if they're in the hospital they give them money they go into this giant room filled with a bunch of toys and they get that. And for the longest time, especially during COVID, they couldn't actually accept in-person donations like people used to. You just have to go to the, like their, or you, you had to go to their Amazon wish list, or we could have things from Throne shipped directly to them so that they could have them available for the kids to purchase because, you know, obviously COVID. But uh, that's about it for what we have for the podcast. Thanks a lot, everybody, for joining us. We hope that you enjoyed the podcast. If you are watching on Twitch, please stick with us because we will raid out. But we can't end any podcast without Chris saying... Bye-bye.